Hi, this is Megan Cloherty, investigative reporter for WTOP News. If you like top news from WTOP, we think you'll love our new podcast called the DMV Download, where we take a more in-depth look at the biggest local stories of the day happening in our area. We hope you check it out. Responders helping out miles from home. I'm Neil Augenstein. High winds are a big worry whenever a hurricane strike, but it appears most people killed by Hurricane Ian in Florida drowned. We'll talk more about that at 9:10 with a reporter from the Washington Post. Asian stocks higher, even though it wasn't a particularly good day on Wall Street. Nine o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. I'm Jennifer Kuyper in Chicago. President Biden says after a tour of hurricane-damaged southwest Florida... We opened a disaster recovery center right here in Lee County. Three more will be open in this part of the state by tomorrow, and with more to come. WTOP's Melissa Howell has more on some Fort Myers residents. This is my dad's home before we bought it, so it has really sentimental value. Cindy Whitelaw and her husband Ken have been coming here to Fort Myers since the this 90s, but this is the last time their home ravaged by Hurricane Ian. Every, all furniture, all appliances gone. They waved as I walked by, invited me to sit and talk. As their neighbors joined, their joy echoed through the deserted community. We are the friendliest yeah. people. We've been laughing the whole time we've been sitting here. Despite the mangled roofs, mountains of debris, and their devastating loss. Melissa Howell for CBS News, Fort Myers, Florida. North Korea launches more missiles, but this time not over Japan, as CBS's David Martin explains. In fact, two missiles, both of them short-range ballistic missiles. Uh, one of them flew far enough to go into the Sea of Japan, but the other one didn't make it out of uh, North Korea. North Korea says it did it in response to U.S.-South Korea military drills. As Russian President Vladimir Putin signed the final papers to annex four regions of Ukraine, his soldiers are forced to retreat as Ukraine increases its counteroffensive. CBS's Charlie Daggett in the newly liberated town of Lehman. We reached the center to find a city in tatters. The few remaining residents emerged grateful for aid workers handing out a few loaves of bread. There is no electricity no running water and no heat for their homes with winter on the way and no guarantee the russians won't return to try to wrestle this city back a suspect is in custody but police are still searching for a california family kidnapped at gunpoint earlier this week cbs's carter evans We're focused on this 100 percent of our energy is trying to get our family back Police discovered the truck on fire, but the family was nowhere to be found. Investigators honed in on a suspect after he allegedly used one of the victim's ATM cards. But when they tracked down 48-year-old Jesus Salgado on Tuesday, police say he attempted suicide. WNBA star Brittany Griner, jailed for drug possession, has an upcoming appeals hearing in Russia on October 25th. The White House is calling for her immediate release. But Griner's wife, Sherelle, said, tells CBS's Gail King... She could be moved to a labor camp. It's not for sure, but me and BG are operating in a position where, like, we have to prepare for the worst. This is CBS News. Whether it's the news, the traffic, the weather, or your COVID-19 vaccinations, it's important to stay up to date. Sponsored by Pfizer and BioNTech. 9.03 on Wednesday evening, October 5th, 2022. We're at 60 degrees. Lows tonight, upper 40s. Good evening, I'm Michelle Bash. The top local stories we're following this hour. A D.C. deputy mayor is on leave, charged with assault and battery. 
The mayor's office confirms it's reviewing video of an argument between the deputy mayor for public safety and another driver outside of Virginia Gym on Saturday. Here's WTOP's Megan Cloherty. In the video outside the Gold's Gym in Ballston, first obtained by Fox 5, you can see D.C. Deputy Mayor Chris Geldart arguing and pointing at another driver in the parking lot. According to the Arlington County Police report, things escalated after the door of Geldart's parked car hit the victim's car. The report says Geldart, quote, allegedly grabbed the victim by the throat. Geldart is now facing an assault and battery charge from the Saturday afternoon incident. In response, the mayor's office says it's reviewing the matter and issued a statement that says in part, quote, Unfortunately, it sounds like something that happens to a lot of people, a dispute over something minor, and we hope it is resolved quickly. Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. A Northern Virginia man, vice president of the Arlington branch of the NAACP, has been killed while vacationing in the Turks and Caicos Islands. WTOP's Dick Giuliano reports. Kent Carter of Arlington, a realtor, lost his life Sunday when the police commissioner of the Turks and Caicos, Trevor Botting, says a van carrying him back to his hotel from an excursion was fired upon. It was committed by armed criminals in a vehicle. The police commissioner says a local business person also in the van was killed and five people injured, including another tourist riding with Carter. These criminals proceeded to indiscriminately shoot into the vehicle, transporting the employees and the two. The Arlington branch of the NAACP says Carter was known for his civic work and uplifting the community. Dick Iuliano, WTOP News. The trial of the man accused of being the Potomac River rapist is less than two months away. At a motions hearing today, the judge hinted that some of the evidence collected might not be admissible in court. WTOP's John Doman was in the courtroom. The defense maintains that the suspect, Giles Warwick, felt coerced into consenting to give up DNA when police visited him in November of 2019. The strongest evidence in the case is that DNA evidence, but it didn't seem like the judge was buying that argument during another motions hearing. However, he took a very different stance on evidence collected when Warwick was arrested. The search warrant related to that gathered lots of evidence a different judge has previously described as consciousness of guilt. But now this judge is suggesting the warrant used to collect that evidence was too broad, jeopardizing its admissibility. Prosecutors have until next week to file a response with a decision expected by early next month. At D.C. Superior Court, John Dome and WTOP News. Dozens of firefighters and paramedics, along with doctors from our area, are now more than a 1,000 miles away helping the victims of Hurricane Ian. Maryland Task Force One, the urban search and rescue team hosted by Montgomery County Fire and Rescue, has been in Florida since Saturday. We've been approached by people that say that they have lost everything. Battalion Chief Chase Fabricio is head of the task force. He says sometimes it's not just digging through rubble, it's connecting people with the local services to at least get the initial concerns off their shoulders. They don't have to worry about food and water and shelter. They can now focus on the other aspects and moving on their lives and starting the recovery process. Virginia Task Force One headed by Fairfax County is also in Florida. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. Coming up during hurricanes, high winds can kill, but high water can be an even bigger threat. And we are seeing that at least so far in the aftermath of Hurricane Ian. We're going to talk more about this with the Washington Post Merrill Cornfield after traffic and weather. Stay with us. It's 907. Check out DC News Now, your new local news station in the DMV with more reporters in the field than anyone else and four locations throughout the DMV. We have late news, but not too late. Join us on DC News Now at 9 p.m. Visit dcnewsnow.com slash watch to check your local listings.
mornings, evenings, and late news that's not too late. We'll see you there. Explore the savings this weekend at Ashley. Don't miss your chance to save 20% off your entire furniture purchase. Or get 60 months no interest financing with no money down. Discover the latest Ashley styles for your living room, dining room, and bedroom at savings of 20% off. Or choose 60 months no interest financing with no money down. There's never been a better time to shop Ashley. Beautiful furniture in stock with fast delivery. Explore the savings through Monday at Ashley in Falls Church, Fairfax, Gaithersburg, Waldorf, Capitol Heights, and Alexandria. 908. Slow or clogged drains? Call Michael and Son and get $100 off a train cleaning today. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks. Here's Bob Imler in the traffic center. Around the Beltway in Maryland and in Virginia, traffic continues to run without delay. On 270 northbound after 118, though, there is some police action along the right side causing a bit of a slowdown in Germantown. And uh, 95 in the Baltimore-Washington Parkway doing all right. They clear the crash on the eastbound Bay Bridge. Still... Uh, has yet to clear out, though. There's still a bit of a slowdown getting to the bridge. Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue in southeast at V Street still had the crash. And in Virginia, it is road work tonight. 66 both ways in Centerville between 28 and 29. Left lane gets by. And eastbound in Manassas at Sudley Road. Right lane gets by single file. Old Ox Road westbound at Overly Drive had a crash. And 395 and 95 each running pretty freely from the 14th Street Bridge uh, all the way toward Fredericksburg. They have a new problem, though. Uh, northbound on 95, uh, just after the Fairfax County Parkway in Newington. A uh, bit of a slowdown there. Not sure what's causing that. Whether you're moving down the street, across the country, or around the world, Interstate Moving has been delivering quality moves you can trust for over 75 years. Visit their website at moveinterstate.com. Bob Inler, WTOP Traffic. Now Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Clouds continue to clear out tonight with lows in the mid-40s to mid-50s. Plenty of sun and nice tomorrow with highs in the low to mid-70s. Mid to upper 70s on Friday, becoming breezy later in the day with a bit of a breeze out there on Saturday and a cold day warming to only around 60. On Sunday, we'll have highs in the low to mid 60s with plenty of sun and lighter winds. By Monday, we warm into the upper 60s. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. Right now, 62 in Reston and Bethesda. We have 56 in Woodbridge. Look for lows tonight in the upper 40s. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 15% on Long Fence decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 9:10. When hurricanes slam into coastlines, people often focus on the dangers of high winds instead of the threat from high water. But water, including storm surge as high as 18 feet in some places, appears to have been the main killing force of Hurricane Ian in Florida. Joining me live now to talk more about this, Washington Post national reporter Merrill Cornfield. And Merrill, what do we know about the number of reported deaths, at least so far, from Hurricane Ian and how many involved drowning? So the number of deaths is now at 103. And one thing to note about this storm in particular was it had a big storm surge that really hit southwest Florida. Um, and that, that area is particularly vulnerable. If you think about um, homes that are um, one story, this was th these waters were um, reaching over those houses. Um, and that meant that slightly more than half of the victims drowned. Well, different agencies count storm deaths in different ways, right? That's some of the challenge in, in reporting this storm. 
Absolutely. Uh, not only is it a challenge to count fatalities, um, it's also a challenge to think about who's missing. With this storm like this, especially with that kind of a surge, um, the water took up a lot of debris and people with it. And that means that it's even harder for rescuers to know where to go. Are we getting any sense at all of how many people just stayed put? They didn't evacuate because they think, oh, I've been through this before. You know, rescuers don't really have a good idea about that. I spent two, the last two days with Virginia Beach's task force that has flown in to help with um, the search efforts. And we were um, in this RV park that was really decimated in the storm right off the beach. And rescuers were using cadaver dogs to assess where people could be, but they didn't know if that RV park had been fully evacuated, if someone um, had stayed, if they could find people that had stayed, that lived in an adjacent community. Are we getting any sense that this is something we can change in terms of the narrative, uh, getting people to think differently about storms, especially when they're in vulnerable areas like you mentioned in Florida? That's a great question. This is something that experts talk about um, when these storms hit and are especially deadly. People just don't always realize how dangerous hurricanes can be. They can carry with them not just a storm surge, but tornadoes, heavy winds, and um, experts warn people to be cautious when it comes to these hurricanes. If you are under a mandatory evacuation, evacuate. Well, Meryl, before I let you go, is there anything else you want to share in terms of things you saw as you were following this particular team? As we were walking through the community, what really struck me was seeing everyone's belongings, seeing a life that people had built in their homes that was now forever gone. Uh, these residents haven't been able to get back onto the island. They know probably that their home is gone, but maybe they aren't sure about that. Um, and it was just devastating to see the amount of rubble left behind. I'm sure you think about, you know, what if that was me and my whole life is laying in my yard and, and where do I start? Absolutely. Well, thank you, Meryl. Appreciate the time. Thank you so much. That is Washington Post national reporter Meryl Cornfield. Coming up on WTOP, season over for the Nationals. We'll fill you in on what happened. 914. PAI Medical Virginia can grow your hair back with the latest technology for hair transplants and treatments. The technology doctors have used for years to restore damaged cells can now help slow or stop your hair loss and restore your thinning hair. PAI Medical Virginia's PRP hair restoration treatments take only 45 minutes with no downtime. Right now, when you receive PRP treatments, you'll receive $500 off when you call 703-763-0118. Results from PAI Medical Virginia PRP treatments are amazing because they have technology and solutions no one else has. Go to PAIMedicalVirginia.com. Call them right now at 703-763-0118 for a free evaluation. Call 703-763-0118 to find out if PRP or their hair transplant technology can grow your hair back. 
Sports at 15 and 45, powered by Red River. Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. Time for Steve Dresner. And time to talk baseball. Nationals finish their season on a sour note. They're blown out by the New York Mets, the final 9-2. Eric Fetty started on the mound for the Nats, only went two and a third, gave up nine runs, nine hits. Struck out one and walked two. Moments ago, Nats manager Davey Martinez on the season coming to a disappointing end. Our season's over right now for the players, but the work is just beginning for, for myself, Riz, and front office. And um, we got a lot of work to do. You know, we had to spring training, so um, well, I'm looking forward to this winter, getting things done and being ready for spring training. American League action from Baltimore. The Orioles and the Blue Jays split a doubleheader. Preseason hockey action tonight currently in the third period. The Red Wings and Caps knotted up in two apiece. Connor McMichael with a goal in the first period. Then Nick Jensen with the equalizer. His first preseason goal, scoring that in the second period. And the Big Ten coaches and media polls are out of women's college basketball. Maryland picked a finish fourth and earlier today. Terps guard Diamond Miller was voted to the Big Ten All-Conference team. Steve Dresner, WTOP Sports. The top stories we're following for you on WTOP. D.C.'s deputy mayor for public safety and justice is accused of assault after an argument outside a gym in Arlington over a car door. Chris Geldart is charged with assault and battery. He's on personal leave pending an investigation. A Northern Virginia NAACP leader was shot dead Sunday while vacationing in the Turks and Caicos Islands. Local police say Kent Carter, vice president of the NAACP's Arlington branch, was killed when gang members opened fire on a car. And President Biden has toured hurricane-ravaged areas of Florida, surveying storm damage by helicopter and bringing a pledge that federal, state, and local governments will work as one to help rebuild homes and businesses. Stay with WTOP for more on these stories in just minutes. The widening of the Beltway in McLean could affect cell service in our area unless VDOT and the mobile service providers can figure out where to move a cell tower that's in the way. Fairfax Dow reports the tower is right next to the Beltway at the old Dominion Drive Bridge, which is being replaced as part of the construction project. VDOT has known the tower needed to be moved for more than a year, but AT&T and T-Mobile can't agree with VDOT on a new location. The tower will be taken out of service in November, which the carriers say may cause intermittent wireless service disruptions in that particular area. 918 traffic and weather on the eights back to Bob Imler. Virginia Newington 95 northbound after the Fairfax County Parkway there was a crash on the right side I believe they already have that to the right shoulder but be alert coming north from Norton bit of a slowdown northbound getting past uh, the Fairfax County Parkway but now with the travel lanes open southbound 395 and 95 each running well Old Ox Road westbound at uh, Overland Drive had a crash and there is, of course, road work on 66. Big surprise tonight. Both ways in Centerville between 28 and 29. You're getting by single file to the left in both directions. And in Manassas, eastbound on 66 at Sudley Road, you're getting by single file to the right past the work zone. In Germantown on the Maryland side, 270 north after 118 had the police action on the right side and southbound 301 between Marshall Corner Road and Route 6. There, a work zone gets you by, single file to the left. Southeast D.C., believe it, is still working on the crash with Martin Luther King Jr. Avenue closed between V and W Street in Southeast. 
And uh, traffic on 50 out to the Bay Bridge has started to ease up. They cleared the crash out there a while ago. Royalty is coming to Maryland. Play the new Cash is King and Lady Luck scratch-offs from the Maryland Lottery with prizes up to $2 million instantly. And please play responsibly. Bob Inler, WTLP Traffic. We've finally been seeing some clearing from what's left of Ian. What's ahead? Here's Amelia Draper. After rainy, cloudy, and damp weather for days on end, two really nice days for Thursday and Friday. We'll be starting off the day tomorrow in the mid-40s to mid-50s with plenty of sunshine throughout the day and highs in the low to mid-70s. Mostly to partly sunny on Friday. The winds do pick up later in the day as a cold front moves through the region. No rain from this front and after highs in the 70s on Friday, though, we cool down for Saturday. We start off in the 40s and warm to around 60. I'm Storm Team 4 meteorologist Amelia Draper. 62 at Tyson's Corner now, 59 in Crofton, 62 at L'Enfant Plaza. Lows in the upper 40s in our region tonight. Still ahead on WTOP, there is a backlog in terms of voter registration forms in part of our region. We'll explain. It's 920. Here's Mike Cecilia, the executive vice president for industries at Oracle on the Cloud Exchange, sponsored by Oracle. We believe that healthcare is ripe for transformation. And we believe with the right injection of technology into companies like Cerner, you know, which is uh, which is a company that we just acquired, we can really create better outcomes for both patients and providers. We view it uh, not just as a business, but as an obligation as well. Listen to the entire discussion on Federal News Network. Search Oracle. Oracle Cloud redefines innovation with enterprise-ready solutions and integrated services, allowing government to build, manage, and secure critical workloads seamlessly in the cloud or on-premises. Government agencies trust Oracle Cloud with FedRAMP high-accredited cloud regions supporting all of your data workloads. Learn more at oracle.com federal. That's oracle.com federal. 921. People with disabilities face an unemployment rate twice that of people without disabilities. Economic equity and inclusion starts with empowerment. Melwood educates and partners with organizations to build a more inclusive workforce and provide strategies for equitable recruitment, hiring, and retention of people with disabilities. This is National Disability Employment Awareness Month, so consider what's your role in the equity equation? To learn more about how your company can diversify its workforce by recruiting and hiring people with disabilities, visit www.melwood.com. This Saturday, save big at Regency Furniture's fabulous Beat the Clock sale. Starting 10 a.m. to 2 p.m., save 60% off on every Regency living room, dining room, and bedroom. Plus, get a discount equal to your sales tax or 60 months, no interest. From 2 to 5 p.m., save 55% off. And from 5 to close, save 50% off. Remember, the sooner you get to Regency, the bigger the discount. Hurry, don't let time run out. Beat the clock and save 60% off. Starting 10 a.m. Saturday at Regency Furniture in Maryland and Virginia. You're listening to WTOP News. 923. Maryland's governor could be called to testify in a federal case. Here's WTOP's Kate Ryan. Federal court documents show that Governor Larry Hogan is on the witness list in the case against his former aide, Roy McGrath. The case is based on fraud and embezzlement charges against McGrath, who led the Maryland Environmental Service before he was named as Hogan's chief of staff. McGrath got a severance agreement of more than $233,000 when he left the Environmental Service 
and had insisted that Governor Hogan okayed the arrangement. McGrath is accused of falsifying documents to boost his claim. Governor Hogan has been adamant he did not know about or approve the deal. The news that Hogan's on the witness list in the case was first reported by the Daily Record. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Governor Hogan's spokesperson Michael Ricci tells WTOP, rather Michael Ricci, he tells us in an email that Hogan's office has been actively assisting with the ongoing federal investigation and is confident that the justice system will uphold the public trust. It's 924. Campaign 2022 on WTOP. There is a backlog of about 107,000 voter registration applications in Virginia. Computer network problems led to the discovery. Those applications came in through the DMV. And those in charge say the glitch has been resolved and no voter registration data were lost. Department of Elections Commissioner Susan Beals says the issue has increased the workload for local registrars who process the applications. You can check your registration status online. The election to replace a Northern Virginia lawmaker is coming together. It follows the resignation of longtime Democratic delegate Mark Keem last month. Keem represented the 35th district, which includes Tysons, Vienna, Dunloring, and Oakton. And this coming Saturday, the Fairfax County Democratic Committee there will welcome voters who will choose their nominee to replace Keem. Candidates include Fairfax County School Board member Carl Frisch and nonprofit leader Holly Siebold. The winner goes on to face a Republican candidate who has not been named yet. Steve Knotts, chair of the county's Republican committee, says they're early in the process. We just posted the application form, so it may be a few days to a week before we can get our list together. Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. Virginia Republican Governor Glenn Youngkin is facing criticism from Democrats tonight. His political ad maker recently got a six-figure state contract to produce a state tourism ad featuring the governor. Richmond-based Poolhouse made the winning bid for the project and got a $268,000 contract to produce the Governor's Welcome Project ad. The Richmond Times-Dispatch reports the ad was designed for distribution and display in airports and in tourism welcome centers. It shows popular tourist destinations around the state and includes a welcome and some narration by Yunkin. The Virginia Tourism Corporation reached out in May to three advertising companies, offering them a chance to bid on this project. Poolhouse responded with a bid the same day. A second firm did not respond. A third said it could not beat the scope of work. Democratic Party of Virginia Chairwoman Susan Swecker calls it a scheme to use taxpayer dollars for what is basically a presidential campaign video. She says it raises ethical and possible criminal questions. She's urging an investigation. It's 925. Money news at 25 and 55. Here's Jeff Claybaugh. The Dow finished Wednesday down by just 42 points. Tyson Food is moving its headquarters from Chicago to Springdale, Arkansas. Boeing recently moved its Chicago headquarters to Arlington. 30-year mortgage rates have risen 1.3% in the last seven weeks. That is the fastest increase in rates since 2003. Amazon is ending sales of its video calling device aimed at kids called Glow just a year after introducing it. Jeff Claybone, WTOP News. The Nikkei is up uh, more than half a percent at this hour. Still ahead on WTOP, we'll tell you what the president and first lady saw when they surveyed the damage in Florida today. It's 927. Is your bathtub not working for you anymore? Long can help. I'm Katie from Long Baths. A beautiful walk-in shower not only modernizes your outdated bath, but provides beauty for years to 